Hello, you guys. How are you? I hope you guys are doing amazing. I hope you guys are doing uh, just great. <laughs> okay, so before we get into today's episode, I want to uh, let you guys know, in case you're listening to this on, you know, just Apple Music, Spotify, um, that I have attached a video to this podcast. So if you're more of a visual person, you want to see the video podcast, make sure that you check out the link wherever you're watching or listening to this. I'm sorry. Um, look for a link and you should be directed to the video on YouTube. Um, so I wanted to, I've been wanting to attach video to the podcast for some times, but, um, it, it was just like a lot of technical stuff and just, you know, how to go about it, so on, so on, but I'm going to try it out. Hopefully you guys like it. I also, um, like the opportunity for you guys to leave comments on YouTube, um, and, you know, kind of just have a conversation about these topics. Um, and yeah, so we're gonna see how this goes. Hopefully it goes well. I do have to uh, make a confession to you guys that this is my second time recording this uh, video podcast. The first time I recorded it, I have was having a hard time editing the video. Finally, uh, I was almost done with it. I opened up my laptop the next day over the weekend and everything was gone um so I was like do I edit all over again which took me a long time because I had a lot of hiccups trying to attach the audio to the video trying to match you know so on so on just so many things um so I was just like man do I start all over or do I just record a whole new video and you know I asked you guys on Instagram you guys are not following me on Instagram make sure you follow me there um and you know kind of just ask for your feedback and also mentioned or shared with you guys the topic that I had in mind and you guys had just a lot of great feedback so I decided to record the video all over again because I wanted to include some of your feedback into the podcast so yeah that's where we're at (laughs) today um so before before we get into today's episode I also want to thank you guys so so much for all the support and just all the love that you guys have shown me uh through this just hard season for me. If you guys have not checked out the last episode, make sure you do so. It's um, pretty much managing my depression. I, I opened up to you guys a little bit about what I'm going through. And I just want to just say thank you because you guys have been just so supportive, um, just sharing with me your stories, your struggles, and just reminded me that I'm not alone. It's just an, an amazing feeling to have uh, this community. So Thank you. Thank you so, so much. Um, okay, so I wanted to talk a little bit about being a mom and basically mental health and, you know, having those conversations with your kids. And basically, I was sharing with you guys um, that I that I made the choice to open up to my kids about what I was going through and that I thought about it for quite some time at the beginning when I started to feel a little bit off. I didn't share my feelings with them right away because I didn't even know what I was going through myself. You know, I was trying to, um, you know, kind of figure it out on my own of what is this feeling? You know, maybe it's just, maybe it's burnout. Maybe I'm just working too hard. Maybe, uh, you know, so many things. So I took some time to figure things out um, and I actually didn't tell them to just the last uh, few months. I decided to open up to them. So for uh, reference, you guys, for those that don't know, I have an 18-year-old, a 16-year-old, and a 10-year-old. 
um, and I didn't talk to them all at once. It was different conversations. So I think that's important to know the maturity that your kids have, right? Um, you know, what I'm going to tell my 18-year-old and how I'm going to tell him is not how I'm going to tell my 10-year-old. It's a whole different, you know, they're, they're, it's a different age, different maturity level. Um, Emma doesn't understand fully some of these words <laughs> that I, you know, that I talk about. So I need to break it down a little bit more to her. But I did make the choice to open up to them. And the reason that I decided to do that is because I was raised in a home where there wasn't not there wasn't a lot of communication about these types of things. I know that my dad went through a lot. I know that my mom went through a lot. But I grew up just assuming, um, a lot of guessing, um, a lot of just you know, trying to put the puzzles together and try to figure out, okay, I think that's what's going on, but it wasn't coming from them. And I think it was coming from a place of love. You know, they want to shield, um, you know, us from adult problems and, you know, just, you know, I feel like it's, um, this thought of like, um, kids shouldn't be involved in the adult problems. They should, you know, be kids and enjoy the kid life because adult life kind of sucks sometimes. And I know that they were coming from a good place, but looking back at my childhood, it was, um, I grew up with a lot of anxiety because I felt like I didn't know what was happening. And, you know, I felt like what was gonna, what's going to happen tomorrow? And they were having money problems. Um, they're arguing about it. What does that mean? Like, are we super broke? Are we going to be able to pay tomorrow's rent? Are we going to like, I just felt like I was just lost and um, I didn't feel secured or safe in my environment. And when I look back, I, you know, I was just like, I don't want to do that to my kids. I don't want them to be guessing, be assuming, see me in a state of mind that is not my norm and assume I'm unhappy, she's miserable, she's something happened to her, like, and, and just try to guess all of that. Like, I, I just didn't want to do that to them. So I made the choice to tell them what I was going through. And, um, you know, I feel like there is a fine line between sharing too much information and how we share the information that we have to, like, be careful with. But I do think it's important that we, we do share and open up to our kids because, um, you might think that your kids have no idea what's going on. You feel like you you do a very good job at hiding it. Um, but our kids are super smart and they might not understand fully, but they know something's wrong. They, they know that something's off and they're just, you know, left with trying to figure it out on their own. And sometimes trying to guess and trying to <laughs> figure things out, we take it to from level one to like level 100 because our minds can go crazy. Um, so I think it's important to um, share the information that's going to make them feel like, um, you know, I'm opening up to you. I'm letting you know what's going on. But, you know, I'm doing this to help myself. I'm doing this, you know, um, pretty much give them some type of security. You don't want to like pour your, your problems or, you know, like, what you're going through onto them without having like, you know, without, 
you know, leaving them basically feeling insecure and scared. We don't want that. We, the whole point of us opening up is for them to understand a little bit of what is going on in the household. Um, and, you know, like I said, we have to do that through filters and uh, knowing our kids, how much they can intake, uh, the level of maturity, so on, so on. We got to evaluate our situation and know what's okay to open up about and what's um, maybe they're not ready for that type of conversation just yet. Um, but open up to them because I just feel, you know, I feel like when I opened up to my kids, it was, I felt a little bit more at peace knowing that they know what their mom is going through. So for me, um, my, my depression uh, was very like, I was very sensitive. I was like crying for a lot of things, um, things that I wouldn't cry before about. Like if I'm watching like a video, if I'm watching a movie or if I'm in the car listening to music, I am just like kind of just bawling out, um, crying like for just, just excessively, you know? And if my kids were watching that, they'll be like, what's wrong with you? Like, you know, and, and if I say, oh, nothing, it's like, it's fine. Like, you know, they're kind of like, well, that's not normal. Like, that's not what, what, how you are. We know you're a crybaby mom. <laughs> you know, we know you cry, but this is different, you know? So if I would say, oh, nothing, it's fine. Like, just nothing. Like, I'm fine. Don't worry about it. That doesn't help them feel like, okay, I understand mom. Like, you know, it's okay. No, no, it's kind of like they're just left with unanswered um, questions. And so I opened up to them and I told them, you know, how my depression looks like. Um, I didn't go into all the fine little details, every single thing, you know, everything, everything all at once, because that's not, that wouldn't do them any good. But I did want them to understand why I'm crying so much sometimes. Um, the level of like, how come I'm not showing up, you know, doing my lives weekly. Um, you know, just how it's looking different the outside, right? Like, and helping, helping them understand, oh, okay, I get it. You know, like, it's because depression is hitting you in the way of, like, you don't have that motivation, you know? And so I understand why you're not doing your weekly lives. Um, you know, like, that sort of stuff, you know? Um, and while we're talking about this, I do want to talk a little bit about Maybe you were raised in a different type of environment. So like I mentioned for me, it was a lot of like secrecy, um, a lot of like sh trying to shield me from things that I basically knew already, but they weren't really to really open up to me. And I know that they're coming from a place of love. They wanted to just keep me in a shell. So I wouldn't know about these things, but I, I knew I can see them. You know, although they were like arguing behind closed doors, I can see what's happening. Um, so they were coming from a place of love, shield me a lot, but it created a lot of anxiety, a lot of uncertainty in my life. And even now as an adult, I can see how that has played out in my life. Um, so I know that we all grew up in different types of environments. Um, we had different parents, different childhoods. There's different types of things that got passed on to us. Um, and for you, it might be where too much information was shared, um, where it was very, very toxic, meaning there was a lot of like bashing one another, like your parents. Um, I, I, and I know 
of those type of situations. Um, I feel like I have dealt with it as well as a mom where, you know, I had to co-parent. And sometimes co-parenting is super, super duper hard because your, your views are different. You know, um, they're, you know, living, they go visit with their dad. It's a different environment there. It's a different environment here. My point of view is different. His point of, their point of view is different. Um, so maybe, you know, you grew up in a, in a household where there was just too much. Um, maybe your mom, maybe your dad would come to you and tell you, you know, bash on your mom, bash on your dad. Like your dad is doing this, your dad is doing that. Like they would kind of vent to you. And um, it was kind of like they made you grow up way too soon. And you that can also cause a lot of anxiety. <laughs> You know, um, if they share too much about their finances, you know, um, it, it was like where they went over that fine line that I talk about, um, it's, that creates a lot of anxiety too. So I get why maybe now as a mom, you try to do things different because that's what, what it, this is all about. Basically, you know, seeing our, how we grew up and wanting to do better by our kids and, um, one of the, the things that I always remind you guys is to be aware, okay? That's the number one thing. Whether your parents shield you from a lot and that created a lot of anxiety because they weren't open to you about a lot of things. There was no communication about mental health. Um, you know, it was just you felt like you couldn't ask questions. You felt like, you know, you kind of just had to live in an environment was a lot of hush-hush. Um, whether it was that, whether it was where it was too much, right? Like it was just like uh, a lot of, you felt like, who do I, you know, um, go for? My mom or my dad? Because my mom tells me a lot of things about my dad. My dad tells me a lot of things about my mom. You kind of feel like you're like, kind of like in a tug of war. You're just kind of like, you're being pulled from all directions. So you see that, how that affected you. And you're just like, I don't want to do that to my kids. You know, so it's about, you know, being aware of that, that's what happened to you because there is people um, as parents that they don't see those patterns. They don't see those cycles that have been passed on and we're doing the same thing to our kids. So for me, um, as an adult now, um, I love my mom and there's a lot of things that I can open to her about now as an adult, um, but I don't do it right away. Like I, I feel like it takes me time. I feel like I uh, try to help myself first before I even go to her. And by the time I get to her, I already have basically solved the problem or I have like, I'm doing things to help myself. So I'm coming to her with, mom, this is what I'm going through, but you know, I'm feeling a lot better. You know, this isn't that. Um, I have conversations like that, but it's not a thing where I can go to her and open up about, mom, I don't know what I'm feeling. I think I'm depressed. Like. I don't have that with her. And I think it was because that door was never opened for us to have those type of conversations. And maybe it was because my mom was raised, you know, it was a cycle, right? And um, maybe her mom wasn't open about things to her. And I feel like my mom does hold on to a lot of things um, that she hasn't been able to open up about. And it makes me sad. And part of me wants to get her help and wants me to like, you know, just... <laughs> just change things for her 
um, because I know that she has gone through a lot and she feels a lot. I know it. Um, but I also know that at her age, it, they're not simple things where I can come in and just help her because they are cycles and patterns are really, really, really hard to, to, to break. So, you know, I know now that I have to work on myself. I have to do what's best for, for my kids. And hopefully my mom can see that and, you know, just see the change and start to just change a little bit and know that we're here for her and she can open up to to us. What I was trying to say is I want my kids to know that that door is open for them to come to me, for them to know that they, if they are dealing with any type of depression or any type of mental health, that that, that door is open for them to come and express their feelings to me. And although I feel I have a great relationship with my kids and they tell me, you know, things, I do feel like um, there's a lot of things that we can improve on. And these, this is one of the things of just opening up and letting ourselves express ourselves because my kids, all three of them, um, they're a lot like me where we're, we deal with a lot of stuff and we just keep it in. And my mom, once again, is like that. She keeps a lot of things in. I'm like that. And I can see that in my three kids. And Although my kids are, like I said, 18, 16, and 10, um, I feel like it's not too late. It's not too late to start changing things um, and letting them know that, hey, I'm here. I opened up to you guys about what I'm going through. It's okay that you might be in a funk. It might be okay that things are not going well, so on, so on. Um, Come to me. Come to me and express your feelings and let's get you the help. So, you know, I mentioned to them that, you know, what I'm doing to get help, you know, to feel better, um, you know, taking vitamins and getting a therapist and, um, you know, just doing things that are going to make me feel at the beginning of the day. They're going to make me feel good at the beginning of the day um, that are going to help me get, you know, feel better in the afternoon and the evening and so on and so on. And overall, just um, have just better days. And, you know, with my kids, um, holding a lot of things inside, I can see sometimes they're um, just in a funk and, and I can see it. And, um, you know, when I have expressed to them, like maybe we should do therapy, like maybe, you know, I'm getting help. Maybe you guys um, should, you know, like I really want them to see a therapist because I only, they know what they're going through deep, deep, deep down inside. And I want them to, you know, just... Be open to the idea of asking for help and getting the help if you need it. Um, So although um, they have told me no, (laughs) you know, they're like, no, I'm okay. We don't need it. I'm good. Um, I do bring it up because I'm hoping that one day they're like, okay, I do want to. But um, it's all about working on myself first and letting them see that, you know. So um, I want you guys to just Think about where you're at, um, the way you were raised, um, and the way you're raising your kids, um, the type of environment, and analyze, you know, like, how were you raised? Do you like it? What could you have done differently? And actively try to change that now. Um, If you see the same patterns in the same cycles, um, that's what it's all about, you know, and it's never too late to start working on that. So whether your kids are really older now, uh, start working on yourself. Start working on yourself first so they can see the change. 
and um, it, it's never too late. Um, so for me, I have an adult child now, he's 18, and um, he just left to college, and I had shared on my Instagram that he had left to college, and I feel like a lot of you guys thought that my depression came from my son leaving, um, although my son leaving definitely it brought a lot of sadness, a lot of anxiety, because he is off in San Diego and um, living in the dorm, and you know, definitely, it's all, it created a lot of sadness, a lot of anxiety, um, but it wasn't just that. That was just, like, another thing to add on, um, but definitely, he's 18, right, and um, now I, I think about all the things that I could have done differently to prepare him more, because I felt, like, a lot of, like, kind of just guilt that I didn't do enough to prepare him to live on his own, um, so I'm like, okay, I'm not going to like walk around feeling guilty like 24-7. I'm going to be like, okay, what can I learn from this situation to help my 16-year-old and help my 10-year-old and change things around? So, you know, whether you're your firstborn, your secondborn, maybe they're a little bit older now, maybe you have, you know, a younger kid. Okay, what can you do different? You know, analyze the situation um, and, and start changing little by little. Um, it's definitely hard you know, for me, it wasn't easy to open up because I want to be that strong mom and, you know, just that type of mom that's going to figure it out on her own, which I felt like I have done my, since my first, since I had my, my, my first kid. Um, but it's like, I, I, I feel like I want them to see my, their mom trying to figure out figure it out and finding out the answers, finding the solutions and dealing with it because she's going to figure it out on her own. And I feel like um, it's, I feel like I, I've been doing that for many, many years and I want them to see, you know, yes, I can figure it out, but um, asking for help and letting them in, you know, on the type of situations that their mom is going through and um, I, I just think it's it's makes them feel like included and not lost because that's what it did. You know, that's what I felt. Um, so if if you grew up in a very toxic place, which I consider my my environment toxic as well, but in a different way, um, maybe for you, there was just a lot of bashing. And um, like I said, uh, co-parenting is is hard uh, especially if let's say the kids are living with you and they have their dad and they're especially at the very beginning when separation is happening divorce is happening um, there's a lot of anger a lot a lot of anger and at first it's super hard to co-parent because the anger is just bigger than anything else um, so it does get better um, hopefully it gets better uh, for me, honestly, what helped when it came to co-parenting, it was putting my kids first. Um, I, I, I am not the type um, to just argue about like the smallest things. I felt like I learned to just let go and kind of just, I'm going to do what's best for my kids. They live with me. I'm going to just do what makes them happy, put them first, obviously. 
Um, anything else, it, it's small arguments that are not worth my time or my energy. Um, and I hope to maybe one day open to you guys a lot about what I went through in my relationships because I think it's important to talk about um, dealing with narcissism, um, mental abuse, like it, it, it have a lot to say on those type of topics. And I think it's important for you guys to, for me to share my story because I know there's a lot of you guys going through situations like that. Um, definitely now I feel like I'm in a better place. My kids are in a better place when it comes to all of that. Um, and basically you guys, what I did was I never bashed, you know, their, their dads to them. I, I never was like, let them know everything that their dads did or anything like that. It was me realizing that as they get older and their maturity level grows, that they'll see it on their own. And that's basically exactly what is going on, you guys. Um, it, it's like they're, they're smart and they're deciding, you know, um, what's good to them and what's not good. Um, and I feel like I, I tread lightly here because I, once again, I'm not trying to bash anyone. Um, but I just want you to know that things will get better. Um, maybe right now your kids, uh, maybe they're little and they don't see all the effort that you put in as a mom. Um, you know, everything that you're going through, um, mental health, uh, finances, trying to just make it work. Um, it's probably, they don't, they don't see that, right? They're little, um, they don't know how to show appreciation. Sometimes they don't know how to say thank you for all those things. Um, but I do want to say that um, as they get older, they will see, you know, what their mom is all about, what their dad is all about, all on their own. They don't, you don't need to sit there and tell them anything. Um, and if you have someone uh, that is constantly talking crap about you, trying to you know just talk bad about you to your own kids um it's very very hard um very very hard um but once again just trust just trust the process um and just be there for your kids as much as you can um and just know that with time they'll they'll see people's true colors and all on their own all on their own um, it might take years, um, but it will. So, and I have shared this with you guys before, um, but I'll, I'll just mention it here again. You know, growing up, um, I was really close to my dad, like super, super close. Um, why? Because my mom was always working. Um, and my dad was the one that took us to school. He was the one that took us to the park. He was the one that, you know, all these kind of things. And I grew up just having this good relationship with my dad and with my mom. The relationship wasn't there because my mom was always working. And um, until I was probably like 18 or 17, I started to see my dad's true colors of just everything that he had put my mom through. I started to really, at my 20s, realized, you know, why my mom was around, why she had to work. And I know that there is dads that stay at home and the roles have reversed and that's 
yeah, like that's amazing if you have that type of relationship. But my mom, my dad, that wasn't the type of relationship. My mom wasn't working by choice. It wasn't because like the roles have changed. You stay home. It was just because she had to do it. No one else would. Um, so, you know, barely. And like I said, in my 20s is when I really started to appreciate my mom um and just appreciate the women the woman she is the mom she is everything she has done for us and it took me that long it took me that long to figure things out and now the roles have changed and basically I have a great relationship with my mom with my dad there's a lot of a lot of forgiving that needs to take place and the problem is that I see him as as a woman not as a daughter so the woman in me it's like dude like it, it's kind of the things of the cycles that you passed on to us what you put my mom through like you know like I'm coming from that place so I I've been working on it um for the last I want to say solid year solid year of trying to forgive trying to heal because I know it's to be carrying that type of anger and it, it's it doesn't do me any good um so i've been working on it but i just wanted to remind you guys that you know if things are tough right now if you feel very unappreciative if you feel like your kids don't um see your hard work um just know that uh, keep at it um your kids will appreciate what you do to wrap this episode up you know i just um i think it's important for us to break these these cycles and these generational things that have passed on to us you know over time and you know just for generations and for us to just um look at our situations our childhood what our parents went through are there patterns that are being passed on are these cycles that are being passed on do i want these cycles do i want these patterns to be passed on to my kids and you know for me the answer is no and i know that um that it's me, that it's, it, and it's freaking hard breaking those cycles and breaking these generational um, curses. It, it's super duper hard. Um, but I feel like um, little by little, um, I'm making the changes. It, it doesn't happen overnight. Um, and sometimes it seems like, oh my gosh, like, you know, it's a, a big thing to carry. Um, and but I feel like it's it's gonna be us like it's us um so just just be aware be aware of those cycles if you realize that yes um you know I either have been keeping my kids very shield and I know that they kind of know what's going on but I haven't opened up to them then let's start having these type of conversations with them um, through a lot of filters, uh, looking at their age, what can they handle, what type of um, words I'm going to use to communicate what I want to tell them. Um, you know, at the same time, at the end of this conversation, I want them to feel safe. I don't want them to feel scared. I don't want them to feel like, you know, have these anxiety because I opened up to them about, you know, what I'm going through or what our family is going through. But have these conversations, like, however that might look like for you. And if it's, um, man dinner, like I think that I have been sharing too much. I feel like maybe I have um, just this pattern of what I was, you know, being my, my mom and my dad passed on to me where I, there was a lot of oversharing or 
they didn't have the appropriate conversations with me. And I feel like maybe I am doing that to my kids. Maybe I am um, venting, you know, and treating them that they're like my friends or my therapist. And I'm letting them in into just everything. And maybe I am creating a lot of anxiety. Um, and maybe I need to learn how to have a, a better communication with them, better conversations. So at the end of our conversations, uh, they can feel safe and, you know, just secured and know that, you know, although we're going through this, we're going to get through this. Um, and I know that it's kind of like, man, like, how do I know? How do I know if I'm like oversharing or undersharing? What if I'm like, you know, and it, we were really hard on ourselves as parents, like knowing what's the right thing, what's the wrong to wrong thing to do? How do we go about it? Um, and I feel like, you know, that's parenting overall, just super, super hard. And like they say, it doesn't come with a manual of how to go about these things. I just, just want to bring awareness to, you know, not um, shielding our kids to the point of um, them growing up with a lot of uncertainty and just a lot of anxiety um, over things that, you know, we could have um, letting, let them in just a tiny bit, just a tiny bit. Um, so I encourage you guys to, um, however it might look like for you, like I said, if it's you're undersharing or you're oversharing, you know, I encourage you guys to, um, read books to, um, if you have not find, found a therapist for you to find a therapist, talk about this, um, you know, ask them for help on how to communicate this with your kids. Um, and hopefully they are more like, yes, it's important to have these conversations instead of like, no, I don't think you should. Um, I think you will find both. Um, I think some therapists are gonna, um, just tell you, no, do not share. For me, it was, yes, um, just having those filters though, you know, having those, um, conversations at, age level appropriate conversations. Um, but just do your research, you know, analyze your situation. Like I said, do your research. How do I talk about my kids about these things? Google, um, YouTube, podcasts, read books. Um, but you know, I just hope I plant the seed of like, okay, I think it's, I think I, I need to change things around, um, and go about things in a different way than what my parents or, even what I have been doing for many years now. Um, I, I want to change things around. Um, so I hope you guys um, walk away with something t in today's episode. I hope you guys like the video aspect. So if you're watching this on YouTube, uh, let me know what you think. Um, and um, I'll see you guys in the next episode, okay? I hope you guys um, have an amazing week. Um, and just thank you, thank you guys so, so much for all the support. Um, I'll see you guys in the next one. All right. Bye, you guys.